Hi, my name is Sabra Papoli, and I'm the owner and founder of Hooffalls and Footfalls. And today we are interviewing Erin Bevington, and she works for Hetra, which is a, a center that provides equine-assisted activities and therapies. And she is also involved with Equiforce. So Erin, welcome. Thank you so much for jumping on and doing an interview. No problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, how are you involved with Hetra and, and how are you involved with Equiforce? Yeah. So um, I have been in this industry for almost 25 years now um, and um, actually have a degree in equine science from Colorado State University. Um, and shortly after I graduated um, from college, I got married and uh, my sister-in-law is an occupational therapist and had started a small program out here in Nebraska. So after I graduated, I moved to Nebraska with my husband and um, she kind of drew me in. And um, at the time I was training and showing and giving lessons and doing all of that good stuff. And then, um, and then I got pregnant. <laughs> so that kind of put a halt on that direction that I thought I was going. And um, Kind of started helping out with this small center that my sister-in-law had started and um, things kind of started growing at that point in time you know we had 10 or 12 clients and a couple horses mm -hmm. and we're operating a couple days a week and um, at her and I are, are pretty close in age and we started having kids about the same time and as our families grew um, we really wanted that flexibility of being able to control our schedules and stay home with our kids and mm -hmm. um, are we really um after we we then had i had my daughter um four years after my son and um my sister-in-law edie also had um her daughter our daughters are four months apart so that wow. was super fun and after she had um cassidy and i had leah we decided that we really needed to make a go of this because um we did not want to go back to the traditional workplace mm -hmm. and um kind of sat down for a couple days and hashed out a plan and here's what we're going to do. We started putting that on paper. And um, so that's kind of how Hetra got going. Um, we shortly after that expanded to a second facility. Things started to kind of take off and um, we were operating out of both uh, of two facilities that were about 20 minutes apart. Mm -hmm. um, I got certified, I am a past certified instructor or a CTRI now, um, got certified in, I think it was 2000. Okay. Um, so in the old videotape method. <laughs> the the NARA phase. <laughs> the NARA phase, absolutely, yep. Um, and yeah, then in 2014, um, Hetra had the amazing opportunity to um, move to our own facility. So we um, combined our two locations into one and um, we paid off our facility a year, a little over a year ago, which is wow. very exciting. So we That's now own awesome. it. Um, and so, yeah, we're super proud of, of where Hetra has um, been and gone. And I feel very honored to be a part of that. Um, it, it's very much in my heart. <laughs> That's awesome. And what, um, what different programs or therapies do you guys offer at Hetra right now? Yeah. 
So um, our, our base has been always kind of the therapeutic writing, adaptive writing, and, and hippotherapy. Um, so, because Edie's a, a therapist, um, and we've drawn in lots of other therapists as well. Um, but since we've moved to our new facility, we've added some additional programming. We now have a veterans program. Mm -hmm. um, and then our, our newer program is our life skills program. So that's one that's been, we've gotten a lot of interest in. It's been a real interest in our community. Um, and it's kind of unique. Uh, we, we are working with um, transitional age um, adults with the disabilities. They're kind of moving out of the high school mm -hmm. in Nebraska. Um, once they leave high school, there's not a lot of resources for them. So families are really wow. struggling with, um, you know, giving them some life skills that they can then use to go obtain um, jobs or, mm -hmm. you know, be productive members of society. So um, we have a full-time person that's running that program. They're out here about two hours a week, a couple times a week. Um, and we're seeing some great results from that program as well. Um, and when then last year we did hire on a full-time mental health therapist who, um, so our mental health program is, is really going as well as an equine assisted learning program. Um, and we also do driving. So we're pretty much, I think everything except vaulting. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We're doing now. <laughs> so awesome. Yeah. And how many, how many horses do you guys have and about how many people do you serve a week-ish? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, we have 25 horses in our program. We have a staff of about 30, um, 10 of which right now, 10 of which are, are full-time. Mm -hmm. um, and then we're, when we're up and running, not during coronavirus, we're, um, we're serving about 140 in our traditional programming, at like therapy, riding, driving, uh -huh. therapy services. And then we have probably additional 15 to 20 in our life skills program. Wow. That's um, awesome. Yeah. So Great. it's very busy. <laughs> yeah. And then so on top of Hetra, you are also involved with Equiforce. So can you explain kind yes. of your role with Equiforce and what yes. it is? So, um, yeah, I, um, started at, well, so originally back in 2009, um, when Hetra was just kind of starting um, to really grow. Mm -hmm. um, we were still operating out of two separate facilities and we really needed a database that could um, pull all of our, our pieces together into one place because we were operating out of two locations. It was becoming a nightmare, you know, having our data in two locations where everybody could access it in real time. And I'm like, God, there's got to be a way that we can do this. Somebody's got to have some way we can do this. So we started researching and one of our board members turned us on to Salesforce. Mm -hmm. Um, I then have the opportunity to take some courses. I took their, their admin course. Um, and I'm a horse person and a techie person, which is kind of rare, but I like <laughs> yeah. dug in. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so fun. So I really started to brainstorm, worked with my team and we kind of started customizing Salesforce, um, and started using it. And then, you know, going to PATH conferences or no, it was PATH at that point. Um, started going to conferences, talking to people about it and people were like, wow, that sounds really cool. You know, mm -hmm. can you show me what it is and what it looks like? And found, you know, other centers were in very much the same boat as we were and started, um, kind of working with other centers, helping them, um, do the same thing that we had done. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, yeah, it's kind of taken off from there. That's awesome. That's really, really cool. Yeah. So during your time in the industry, so you said that you've kind of been in the equine assisted activities and therapies industry for about 25 years now, right? Yeah. So what has been, is there one or two things that really stand out of being like kind of the most rewarding thing during your time so far? 
Yeah. I think for me, it's just watching Hetra grow um, to what it is today. I'm so darn proud of this organization and the people that I work with. Um, it, you know, it, people always are, you know, Aquaforce obviously is doing like, well, mm -hmm. well, that everybody thinks that I'm going to leave my center and go do this. And I tell people I would never do that because <laughs> um, Hetra is, is, it's like part of me. Yeah. And, um, you know, I can just never imagine leaving it. So I will probably be there until the day I die, because I probably will never retire. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think for me, that's been one of the most rewarding things is being a part of growing that organization to where it is today. You know, in our community, we're, you know, a very well-known and being out in the community and saying that, you know, what my role is is Hetra. They're, oh, yeah, I've heard of that. And, you know, that's a very cool place yeah. and you know you're lucky to get to work there and, and I do every day I feel like I'm super lucky to get to do what I do that's awesome that's really cool so what about um has there been any like major challenges you've had to overcome I I mean of course other than you know having kids at that perfect timing when everything's kind of rolling yes. but um <laughs> you know <laughs> yes has there been <laughs> any other challenges that you've overcome that you can maybe, you know, help encourage other instructors through that or maybe facing the same thing right now. Yeah. So I guess a couple, well, I have a personal challenge and organizational challenge I'll okay. share. So for me, <laughs> I've always been, I, I grew up this way. I'm very much of an introvert. <laughs> so, um, kind of learning how to get outside of my box and, and get uncomfortable in situations. Um, even something like this, you know, is, is not natural for me. Uh -huh. Um, but with Equiforce as well and giving, you know, I've started giving presentations at regional conferences and stuff like that. Um, which has been important for Hetra as well as for Equiforce and for me personally, you know, learning how to step outside of my comfort zone and push myself has, mm -hmm. um, you know, really made me a better person and helped me, you know, grow um, professionally as well. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's not something I've ever been good at, but the last years <laughs> I really have pushed myself um, there and it's really paid off. So that's awesome. I continue to try to do that. Um, organizationally, you know, obviously every center goes through its challenges. We're all going through a challenge right now with mm -hmm. coronavirus. Um, uh, what was it in 2015? Um, we had a virus go through our barn, oh. um, and it was actually coronavirus for horses. So, oh, um, it was probably one of the most challenging things that our center has, has gone through. We did lose one horse. Um, we were felt fortunate that it was only one horse we lost, mm -hmm. but, um, it shut down our organization for about a month and, um, we had, I think five or six horses that got sick. Um, we had a huge storm that blew through at the same time we were dealing with that. Oh um, and it knocked out our power. Um, we were without power for five days, which of course we have automatic waters and we have horses on IV and, um, it was, it was one of the most challenging things I've ever experienced. Mm -hmm. um, Shelby, our horse manager, and myself uh, stayed on site through the whole thing. We were sleeping in recliner, you know, beach chairs in, you know, next to the yeah. horse's stalls because they were on IVs. They couldn't be unattended. Um, and, but it was also very inspiring to see our team pull together mm -hmm. and um, to get through that together was made our organization that just that much stronger. Um, 
we had all of our horses were quarantined. None of them could horse equine coronavirus um, is transmitted through their manure. Mm -hmm. So um, they could not be in contact with each other. They can get turned out together. Um, each stall when we were cleaning, we had to disinfect our wheelbarrows and all of our equipment between each stall. We had to, um, everybody had to sanitize their shoes and their, mm -hmm. you know, their hands and, you know, all the equipment, the halters, everything. I mean, it was, all the horses were hand walked three times a day. So we had a team over taking care of the horses, um, the, the, the non-sick horses. We were taking temperatures twice a day. And we had another team over taking care of the sick horses. If anybody started to spike a fever, they moved to the other side of the barn. I mean, it was just, um, it was one of the most difficult things we've been through. But yeah, to see our team come together and the community came together and supported us. And we had some amazing donations come through. Um, it again, like I said earlier, it really just made us stronger. That's awesome. So I, I equate that to kind of what we're going through right now. Yeah. You know, I think watching teams pull together and get creative and yeah. how to keep our organizations continuing to serve, mm -hmm. I think has been, um, been inspiring. You know, everybody's doing something a little bit different and I think we're all kind of feeding off each other and getting ideas from each other. And I think that's, that's been great to see. Yeah. With, with the horse, um, issue that you guys had had, how long were you guys kind of out of commission for a while? So how long did it take you guys to get through it all? I, I'm trying to remember. I want to say it was about six weeks that we were shut down. Um, it, similar to the human coronavirus, um, it, everybody had to be symptom free for 14 days. Okay. Um, and then once that happened, we had to go another 14 days before we knew that it was completely clear from our barn yeah. um, to, to make sure that nobody else was infected. We, and again, similar to the human coronavirus, we suspected that there were horses that were carriers, but mm -hmm. asymptomatic. Um, and that's how we suspect that it came into our facility. We had a horse come in, never got sick, never um, showed any symptoms, spiked fever, right. anything, but we did suspect that that, that was a, one of the horses that, that brought it, or the horse that brought it in, but we wow. never were able to prove that, but yeah, it was, it was scary and challenging, but we learned a lot from it for sure. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so a few weeks, but you guys made it through and we did made it out and made it and you guys are super yes. strong now. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Definitely made us a lot stronger. That's good. Well, thanks for sharing. That's, that's a big, you know, two yeah. big things that you overcame. Um, yeah. so you kind of shared about Equiforce and, um, you know, how it came about and, and how it was involved with Hetron, you know, all that evolution. What, what should instructors be thinking about when they're looking for something along the lines of, of Equiforce and how can Equiforce help centers or instructors in our industry? Yeah. So, you know, like I mentioned before, having a database that kind of pulls everything into one place, I think was really important for our mm -hmm. center. Um, and, you know, how it be, it's a web-based database, so you can access it from anywhere. So it, it is mobile friendly as well as, wow. you know, yeah, there's an app for a tablet, that kind of stuff. So we can access, you know, our instructors can do their notes from their phone or go home and do their notes at the end of the day. Um, they can, you know, we have a lot of part-time instructors, so they want to be able to see the schedule from, you know, mm -hmm. from work. 
Um, but also being able to pull up a contact in the system and see not only were they a volunteer, but they are also a donor and they came to our event. And um, a lot of databases out there can't pull together that programming and donor piece into mm -hmm. one. So you're looking right. at multiple systems and trying to pe put all the pieces together to see, you know, what exactly has this person done. Mm -hmm. So that was um, really critical for us. Um, and, and just really streamlining the process. You know, we spend, we want to spend all of our time in the barn, but obviously there, you know, there's definitely a business piece to being successful at, you know, having a success, successful center. So we do have to spend some time in the office, but obviously we want to minimize that time. And I think having a database that works for your organization is, is really important. Mm -hmm. um, the other big thing is, is um, getting those statistics and, and the data. Um, to be able to share with donors and um, the community about the good work that we do. Mm -hmm. um, that's something I'm super passionate about. And, um, you know, at our center, we've really been able to do that now and, and be successful with grant applications and asking for funding because we have our data on how our participants are progressing and, you know, the good, the good that they're getting out of, of what we can do. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And so you mentioned it tracks, you, know, you can do writer notes or participant notes and track donor data and volunteering. Is there anything for the, the horses to tie the? Yeah, there's a whole piece for horses. Um, so each horse has their own profile page. We're tracking their horse health history that how many hours a week are they working? Um, we can report off of both um, how often they're scheduled to work mm -hmm. as well as how often they're actually working because those don't always match up, right? Okay. We pull a horse out of the stall and they've lost a shoe or they're being silly that day and we got to replace them with somebody else. So um, we do a lot of that at Hetra, you know, really analyzing um, those horse, that horse information mm -hmm. is, is really critical for Shelby, our, our horse manager. Um, we have some very specific um, criteria for how many hours a week our horse can work um, and not just work in any session. So um, what are their weight limits? And um, for those horses that can carry the heavier weight, is that a balanced rider or an unbalanced rider? Mm -hmm. And then how many of those can they do a day or a week? Mm -hmm. um, so we, we don't have kind of a straight across the board, you know, we can do this many hours a week per day. It, we get very specific and, and that's come from experience of, of watching horses burn out and knowing that we have to draw the line and, and make sure we're taking care of those horses. And so a program like this helps us do that in a very efficient manner. That's awesome. That's really cool that you can also tie in that same database to, to the horse piece of, you know, that that's pretty unique to our industry and what we do and a lot of yeah. other, you know, that's, yeah, great it is because we need all those pieces together. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, if an instructor or a center is interested in learning more about Equiforce, what what are the steps that they take to see if it's a good fit for them and to learn? Yeah, so send me an email. Uh, my email is Aaron at Equiforce.com or you can email me Aaron at Hetra.org. Either one, it all comes to the same bucket. But um, so yeah, set, send me an email. Let me know. My website is out there as well. Um, and um, let me know. I, I do free demos um, all the time, um, especially right now. Things have been crazy busy. Everybody's stuck in their offices, um, and they all think it's a great time to start a database, which right. I'm excited about. But um, yeah, I've got lots of demos scheduled right now. If you're interested, let me know. 
Uh, and then, you know, if they're interested in moving forward, we can certainly talk about those steps. Um, I am offering some payment options. I know centers are, are um, challenged with funding at this point in time. So I am offering some options there as well. Yeah. And it is, so it's not a free service, but you know, usually you invest for into something that really makes a difference. Why should an instructor or center invest into this type of platform? What, what um, difference yeah. have you seen? So I think, you know, I kind of talked about some whys before. Um, I think, you know, getting, being able to get those statistics out of your system, I think, um, Equiforce has just made our organization that much stronger, being able to, you know, get those statistics on our participants and be able to private, provide that to donors. Um, but the donor management has been important as well. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, cultivating those donors and staying in touch with them and, you know, being able to run a report and see, you know, who donated last year, but maybe hasn't donated this year, yet this year, and being able to, you know, pull up that list of leads. Um, you know, knowing that, um, you know, this donor always donates this time of year and we haven't seen anything from them yet, or um, we have a whole engagement plan in there for donors who have donated. So we reach out and send them just an informational letter, you know, so many times a year if they've donated at a certain level. And that really helps to keep our donors engaged as well. Um, and that, and this database has helped us do that. That's awesome. That's really Really great. So if people want to get a hold of you, they can either email you at your Hetra email or the Equiforce email, and then they can learn more about um, Hetra. And you guys have some really cool educational opportunities and worksheets and yes. fun stuff on your website. Um, yes. Yeah. So check out Hetra. And then um, if they want to learn more about Equiforce, check out um, your, your website for Equiforce, right? Absolutely. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to do this interview. And I know it's been something we had talked about for a few months of <laughs> how we need to yeah. get together to do a quick interview and um, mm -hmm. finally have the time to do it. So I really, really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, no problem. Happy to do it. Yep. Well, thank you so much. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and we'll see you around. Thanks. You too. Thanks.